Okay. All right. Hi, you guys. Lauren Alcoholic. Um, thank you, Sheila, for asking me <laughs> to be your 10-minute speaker tonight. Um, I'm happy to be here with you guys. Um, I didn't think I was going to be nervous at all because I don't have to see anybody, but um, when you guys were singing happy birthday, I got like crazy nervous and I don't really know why, but um, I'm super grateful to be in the meeting and um, yeah, this has been really interesting. So my sobriety date is March 13th, 2009. So I took 11 years um, last Friday and I was able to take my birthday at a meeting. Oh, I wanted to time myself. Um, I was able to take my birthday at a meeting that morning, which was really cool. And then um, it was like the beginning of the apocalyptic shutdown. So that was pretty much it for me, which is kind of a bummer. I was really excited to celebrate um, 11 years is, um, is pretty crazy. And um, I came in, I came in here, I came into the rooms of, of Alcoholics Anonymous at 20. Um, so things weren't really going well for me. <laughs> um, I don't think I drank normally one time. Um, so for me, um, like from a very young age, I was just really uncomfortable in my own skin. And when I found alcohol and outside things, um, you know, they, they changed how I felt. And I kind of chased that for as long as I could until it really stopped working for me. And, um, and when I came into AA, um, I was just totally broken. I was, um, a total shell of a human being. I had, um, like zero, um, self-worth and, um, I just hated the person that I had become. It was a really, really dark and ugly time for me, um, spiritually, emotionally, and physically. I was also very, very sick. Um, I was getting, I don't know, I was going to a doctor all the time because I was sick all the time. And, um, they were doing blood work, just trying to figure out what was wrong with me. And eventually they um, had diagnosed me with leukemia and they wanted to do blood transfusions. And um, that seemed like really overwhelming. So I never went back to that doctor again and I stopped getting blood work and um, got sober. And I think I was um, about a year sober and my mom was like, oh, you haven't, I haven't really been sick this year. Um, so not drinking and using and, um, just like treating my body like a garbage can really, really helped. Um, you know, and, uh, like I really take care of myself today. I was super extreme back then. I had like a very dual life thing going on where, um, I would like be out drinking all night and maybe sleep like 45 minutes to an hour and then wake up super early in the morning to go run. So I was training for a half marathon and, uh, it just was like a really disgusting way to live. I had no, I no idea like what was important to me, who I was, what I wanted to be. I was just literally like a shell of a human being. It was a really, really sad, scary, dark time in my life. And, um, luckily my mom, um, my mom has been sober a really long time and I knew about the rooms of Alcoholics Anonymous. I didn't necessarily think I was an alcoholic, um, but I knew that the way I was living wasn't working for me. I actually really didn't think I was an alcoholic, um, at the time because, I thought an alcoholic was someone who drank every day and I didn't drink every day, but every time I drank, it was 
terrible. Um, and this was at the end, you know, and like at the beginning it was fun and I felt immediately different and it like cured those uncomfortable, awkward feelings that I had. And, um, towards the end, it was just like, every time it was like, it was not good. Um, something happened. I was ashamed. I couldn't, you know, my world started to get really small. I started to do like really embarrassing, mortifying behaviors and, um, it was super uncomfortable. And so when I came into the rooms, it wasn't necessarily because I thought I was an alcoholic. It just, how I was living wasn't working for me and my world was really small. And, um, like I just started to say, my mom has been sober a really long time and, um, she had brought, you know, sponsees into my life, like young, she, she's an, an amazing example of Alcoholics Anonymous and the program and continuing to work an amazing program. And, um, at the time she had like a newer sponsee who was young and, um, I didn't have any friends anymore because, um, I just kept like burning bridges with people and, um, so my mom's like new sponsor, newer sponsee, not new, but newer sponsee became my best friend and we did all kinds of stuff together. And, um, so we would like go on trips or go hiking or snowboarding or whatever. And then, um, I would drink that night and then we would wake up in the morning and I would take her to an AA meeting cause she didn't have a car or a license. And I did. So, um, I kind of caught alcoholism coming into the rooms and, um, <laughs> um, I just really started to identify with what I heard in meetings and I wasn't, I wasn't with my mom. I wasn't there to listen to her take her birthday or something. I was like with a friend and um, I started to hear stuff that I was like, Oh yeah, but I think that that's me. And, um, so anyways, when I, when I came in to AA, like I was at a really, really low point in my life. I was really sick of the way I was living, but I didn't know how it was going to change. And, um, and I called uh, my mom's sponsee, Jen, I called Jen and, um, I told her what was going on and we went to coffee and I told her all the reasons why I didn't think I could be an alcoholic. And she was like, I've seen you drink. <laughs> and, um, I don't know. I don't think she necessarily was like, you are an alcoholic, but she was like, I've seen you drink. And, um, I was a blackout drinker and, um, not, you know, whatever. It just wasn't, it wasn't pretty. It didn't feel good. It wasn't working for me anymore. And, um, and I went to a meeting that night and that was the first time I identified as a newcomer. And like my ego was really big. I thought I knew everything cause my mom was sober. And so I, I don't think I identified as a newcomer at a lot of meetings. I, I clearly remember that. Um, so I was like, well, I haven't drank in like this many days, so I'm not really a newcomer. And like looking back, that didn't really serve me. Um, it took me like a long time, I feel like to finally surrender. Cause I thought that I knew a lot and I knew nothing. <laughs> and the longer I've stayed sober, the more I see that I know <laughs> nothing. <laughs> and, um, it's a pretty great place to be. Um, so I, um, I, I got a sponsor and I started working the steps and it was like a young group of women and a young group, which wasn't even just women. It was just a young group and it was fun. And it was like about the fellowship. And, um, and then eventually that wasn't really working for me anymore because not a lot of things were changing. My behavior wasn't changing. My thinking wasn't changing. I just wasn't drinking and using. And, um, it took me, like almost 10 months to surrender again. And, um, and I asked AJ to be my sponsor and I absolutely love AJ. She's completely changed my life. And, um, 
I started working with AJ when I had about, it was before I had a year. And um, we started over with the steps and we would meet each other. We would go to a Friday morning women's meeting together. And um, after the meeting, we would read out of the book and we would do step work. And she just broke it down super simple for me. Read this, write this. Um, and like that really, really worked for me. And when it came to, um, the third step in finding a higher power, I wasn't really interested in that. I was like, I don't, uh, like maybe I don't have to do this part. Um, and like that was today is still one of the biggest things that has totally changed my life. And I'm super grateful for AJ's direction. And like I said, she just made it really, really simple for me. Um, back then I would write the prayer. I would write, I've never, I never prayed before. I did not have a spiritual or a, like a religious upbringing. Um, and I knew my mom prayed, but like, I didn't, I never did it. Um, and anyways, she just made it really simple. I wrote out all these prayers until I had memorized them. And that's what I said every day. And, um, what started to happen for me as I, as I started to get like this, um, I started to get that I'm not in charge. Like I just, I'm not in charge. Um, and, um, I just get to show up and do the best I can. And the results are not up to me. And that was a really freeing place to get. And I'm super grateful that I have stayed in that place. Um, I've had like 11 years. It's a freaking long time, man. It feels like a long time. I can't believe it's been 11 years, but, um, and I'm so grateful that I have stayed in the middle of alcoholics, Alcoholics Anonymous for 11 freaking years. It's so rad to me. And, um, you know, with everything like happening in the world today, I'm grateful that I have tools and I use them regularly. And, um, my relationship with my higher power, I used to have like an awesome routine and go to like seven to nine meetings a week. And all this like prayer and meditation was so cool. And then I had kids, <laughs> like that kind of got weird. And, um, my sponsor, um, I have a sponsor at another program that told me that, um, it was an opportunity to, um, increase my spiritual connection. And when I couldn't sleep, that's the time I should be using to pray and meditate. And that's taken my practice to a whole new level. And, um, and like, I, I love that I get to use the tools today and, um, today what it's like for me, like today, literally what it's like for me, I wake up, I have, um, a group of women that, um, we read, we do like three readings together. It's, um, the daily reflections and we do like a few, um, AA readings. And then we set an intention for the day. That's how I start my day. And, um, throughout the day I get to pray and, um, and I'm so grateful for my tribe that I have. I'm not, I'm not in this alone. I have an amazing group of women. I have my awesome sponsor, AJ. I have my mom, Sheila, who's so rad. And, um, she's just been a great example of like staying in the middle for all this time she's been here. And, um, and I, I love that I have that kind of example. And, um, I know that there's no like magic number that you get and you get to, and you don't have to go to meetings anymore and you're cured. And I love the fact that the longer I've stayed, the crazier I see I really am. And, um, you know, just all of these really cool realizations. And, um, I can't imagine what my life would be like today if I didn't get sober, I definitely, um, wouldn't be wife material. I definitely wouldn't be mother material. Um, I've experienced some super amazing things in sobriety. Um, I've been able to travel all over the world. Um, I've been able, I've acquired some degrees. <laughs> I, 
um, you know, got to get married. It was really cool. Like life is so amazing. And I'm so, so grateful for this program. And, um, and lastly, I just wanted to say that, um, like today, this morning, uh, I was super uncomfortable. My skin was crawling and like, I don't like that. I don't do well being uncomfortable anymore because I have tools today that I get, that I use all the time. And, um, and I know for me, like what made me uncomfortable was anytime I thought about anything past today. And so I just kept bringing it back to today. I can do today. I can do Sunday, March 22nd. I can't think about tomorrow, but I can do today. And, um, and like, I didn't have those tools before. So, um, I'm just super grateful for this program and all of you amazing people. And, um, and although this is like really weird and like sort of sad <laughs> to not be in a room full of people and like feel that collective energy, I'm grateful that I have, um, zoom meetings now. And, um, so thank you guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks for letting me be the 10 minute tonight.